the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. This is Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka only on the Blaze Radio Network. It is the third hour of Pure Opelka. Thank you for joining me on this weekend edition of the of the my favorite show that I've ever been allowed to do anywhere ever. And that includes TV shows. I, I've been on wacky morning zoos. I've been on serious shows. And uh, this show is is my favorite, mostly because I get to deal with my own whims. And I get to pick the topics. And I get to go full speed ahead. And you guys get to be a part of it, too. So thank you for making this possible. And I've, I've asked you earlier... Uh, if you want to join the program, you're always welcome to at StuntBrain on Twitter, uh, Mike at TheBlaze.com, Mike at TheBlaze.com. You can always um, call in. Phones are open, 888-900-3393, I've been watching the headlines. Kind of a slow news day today. The only other story that we're following is the in the in terms of breaking news. The Washington Post allegation that Jared Kushner proposed a secret line to the Kremlin. And we'll see, because when the president and the the group that has traveled with him overseas returns to the White House, Kushner is expected to testify in front of the House and Senate hearings on this whole Russia investigation. He said he'd be happy to. He's also said he'd be happy to talk to the FBI. So uh, I'm not too worried about that. I think um, I think we should just be mindful of it. If there's something there, we will find out. The White House is currently not commenting on it. I think that's the best way to go. Just the, this is going to be relentless. This is four years of this. It is literally going to be very, I, I think it's going to be difficult for this president to put up with this. I have said in the past on other radio shows in in my heart, I don't think I don't think Trump makes it to 2020. And whether it's by his his own desire to stop dealing with these these jack wagons in the Democratic Party or whatever. Just a thought. And I, I warn all of my friends on the left every time they say we're this close to getting them. Last night, a friend of mine posted on his Facebook page and I'm not going to tell you which one. 
that there's a sealed indictment been handed to the White House. And, uh, and, and it said, you'll see tomorrow morning. Well, guess what was deleted from someone's Facebook feed this morning? Yeah, that statement about a sealed indictment, because it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Stop. You, you smart people, stop chasing these crazy rumors. Before you post something, check it out. Verify it. But in terms of the frustrations of the president, Don Lemon was on with um, Conan the O'Brien the other day. And uh, he was talking about the White House. And they both have the same theory, apparently, about the president. No, but uh, there is this theory. And I'm just wondering where you fall in this theory, what you believe. Yeah. People, some people think that Trump doesn't like the job. He had a great, a better life before. Uh, he didn't expect to win. He has won now and that he might be looking for a way out because it's been nothing but headaches. Where do you what do you think? Is that a, is that a possibility? That's my theory. Come that on. is your you theory. You stole that. Um, yeah, that's my theory. I, come on. Can you imagine you are a billionaire? Allegedly, we haven't seen the tax returns. You're a billionaire, a multi-billionaire. You live in a tower on Fifth Avenue in New York City. You have a beautiful wife. You have a plane, you have golf courses and houses, you can go wherever you want, and you're a free person. You can tweet and say whatever you want, criticize everyone, call the other president, you know, not American, born in Africa. You can do whatever you want with complete impunity, right? Right. But then now, you can, you are under investigation, your campaign. Um, people may end up going to jail. The people are talking about impeachment, I think, although I think we're, you know. That seems that's uh, a long very way. premature. That's, that's yeah. a long way off. Yeah. Um, but imagine that. And you can't do that. I don't think he likes the job. I think that he will find a way to get out of it at some point. Well, first of all, Don Lemon, I think it's kind of unfair to you to say, I don't think he likes the job. I don't remember any Don Lemon sit down with President Trump. I'm just speculating on the, the, the hassle factor. And if all of these all of these people are saying, because they've tried to diminish the president by saying he has no attention span. You know what? I've worked with really smart people who are really successful, who are very much uh, distracted at, at 30 seconds into a conversation. If they know that, that, there is, uh, that there's nothing more for them to pick up in this conversation because they are geniuses, their minds drift to different places. I'm not saying Glenn Beck frequently changes the subject, but he might. If you listen to Glenn on his show, you'll hear him regularly state to Pat and Stu, ADD moment, and he'll just go off on a tangent. See, I think Trump does the same thing. But people like Don Lemon who are out there saying he hates the job, that he had a better life, do they even understand that maybe Donald Trump is doing this because he has a calling that maybe he put convenience on the side to do what so many else, so many others in Congress have repeated to us before. So many others in D.C. have said, I come here to serve. Yeah, it's a step down for Donald Trump. It's a big step down for Donald Trump to actually show up every day and travel internationally and go on this massive international tour to meet virtually every day for the past eight days and represent this nation and try and get diplomacy done and, and hear the people yelling at him and to try and be overshadowed by 
by Barack Obama, who's out there trying to steal Trump's thunder. It's that's tough. And it's it would be a lot easier. But don't you think he knew that when he put his put his name on the line? I do. I actually do. And now, you know, maybe Trump was surprised by the last the last second victory that they pulled off. But I honestly believe he went into the race to win it. I don't think he went in the race or stayed in the race because he did not want to be president. That just doesn't make any sense. And I do think Donald Trump's a guy who, when he finally is committed as he is to this job, I think he'll try and stay as long as he can. But unless unless the Democrats Democrats make it impossible for him to do anything, which seems like that's what they're trying to do. And remember when Mitch McConnell made that statement about uh, about Barack Obama and to make sure that his presidency is not a success. Remember how the left went nuts? Where's the right? Where's the right not not accepting this from uh, the Democrats? Where is the right standing up and saying, cut it out? Can't you may not like the president, but can't we work to get something done? I don't see anybody doing that. And I wish they would. I really wish they would. And in terms of the members of Congress who probably could have had a better life as well, we should look at some of the some of the really rich people who are serving this nation. You want to talk about the richest people uh, serving the country and and how their life could be so much better? How about how about John McCain? Isn't John McCain worth a hundred million dollars? Isn't John McCain one of those people who who could have said, uh, you know, I don't I don't need to do this anymore. I don't need to to show up and get beaten up. I could just I could just retire now. How about Daryl Issa, who's worth two hundred and fifty plus million? How about Mark Warner, who's almost a hundred millionaire? All those people who have all that money who don't have to do this job. Representative Daryl Issa, $250 million. Representative Mike McCall of Texas, worth $107 million. Representative John Delaney of Maryland, $90 plus million. Mark Warner, $90 plus million. Senator Dick Blumenthal, $67 million. Senator Dianne Feinstein, $52 million. They don't need the job. They don't need to show up. They have the same kind of wealthy opportunity that Trump has. They could live how they want, but we we worship them because they choose to serve. Donald Trump chooses to serve. So let's let him. We elected him to do it. Just kind of interesting, right? Yeah, I, I think it is. I got off on a little bit of a tangent there. A little ADD moment, maybe. When we get back, I want to talk about racism. I want to talk about uh, reverse racism. And I want to talk about more stupid teachers. Oh, yeah. We told you about the, the teacher who gave the award to the student for most likely to become a terrorist. Remember that? That showed up this week. Well, the same school, the same teacher actually gave out more awards. And we need to talk about that. And we will next on Pure Opelka. 
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Two thousand seventeen is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Just uh, been a crazy week, right? I need to get Brandon Morse on this. We need to talk about is it racist? There was a story that was on the blaze earlier this week out of Anthony Aguirre Junior High School in the Houston, Texas area. And um, there was a story about a, a student who received an award that said uh, most likely to become a terrorist. And of course, there was a, a, a complete meltdown, as there should have been, because who gives a student that award? Who, who says that's okay? Where's the common sense? I agree with that. You got to feel bad for the kid because they, they give the award out and the whole class hears it and yuck, yuck, yuck. And then you, you know that for the rest of the year, you're going to be hit on that. Hey, you're most likely to become a terrorist. Same school, same teacher, another offensive award, a different student was given the award that read most likely to blend in with white people. This is from a teacher. This is actually, and it's, it's in the form of a, a certificate that they actually hand to the student. Most likely to blend in with white people. What are we doing? Are we trying to make it worse? You're, you're telling one person that they're likely to become a terrorist, the one person they're likely to be the most likely to blend in with white people. Seriously, teachers, what the hell are you doing? It makes no sense. And, and guess what's going to happen? The moms, thank God the mom stood up and said, look, my kid's really upset about this. Yes, you should be upset. This is the thing you should be upset about. Not the school bus driving by a, a body with a sheet over it. 50 feet from the road, you should be upset when a teacher targets your child. Because kids, especially at a junior high, especially in junior high, kids are going to be mean. Kids are going to stick that label on you. 
kids of color are not going to like it. And, and the kids, the white kids are going to wonder why this has been put on you. Because aren't we all supposed to be one? Why are, we, why are we accentuating the differences instead of just celebrating them? So the superintendent of schools sent a statement to the local Fox affiliate in Houston saying, uh, we would like to emphasize that a recent incident where insensitive and offensive mock awards presented to students are in no way associated with the college readiness system at our school. And we do not support this type of recognition under any circumstances. Yeah, uh, they put the advanced college readiness systems logo on the certificates. So all the kids who are in this program also probably got some kind of award with that on there. So the, these kids now have the sticker from this special college training program. The teacher suspended, mom wants the teacher suspended or fired, so fired. And uh, you know what? I tend to agree. If you don't have the common sense to realize that you shouldn't be teaching kids this story, this lesson, then you don't belong in the school system. You belong somewhere else. You belong in another job. Now, on the other side of the coin, there are a couple other stories that popped in the education world this week that I think are worth noting. One of them was a story out of, out of um, I think it was out of Chicago. And we'll have to go back and look that up on The Blaze about the demands from the students. And we'll get into those demands because I think they're kind of, uh, well, how do we correctly identify them? Oh, idiotic would be the word I would use. But students at a, a liberal arts college, not in Illinois, this is a different one. This is uh, in Olympia, Washington at Evergreen State College. Brett Weinstein is a biology professor at this school. And uh, he sent an email to other faculty members that was critical of an event that the school put on. The school put on something called a day of absence where white people were encouraged not to show up, basically. He wanted, they wanted a a day of absence where white faculty and students were supposed to leave the campus. Now, does this make any sense to anybody? Uh, un under what strange dual sun sky in an alternative universe does it make sense to say, you know how we should uh, learn? We should take one group and remove them from our society so we could all learn what it would be like without them. Now, he didn't like this. Brett Weinstein, the professor of biology at Evergreen State College, didn't like the idea. And he criticized it and uh, sent the email to uh, some of his other faculty members. Well, anybody, uh, anybody want to guess what happened? Weinstein's email apparently was taken by one member of the faculty or maybe a couple and given to some students. And the students have now lost their mind. As many as 200 of students have demonstrated across the campus, taking over classrooms, at one point barricading the president's office at the college, and then eventually uh, confronting Weinstein 
and uh, t- telling him that they they want an apology and they want a resignation from him. Now, he tried to hold a, a civil discussion with the students, explaining, you know, there's a difference between a debate and a, a dialectic. And he explained to those that don't know, a debate is something that you actually are trying to win. And a dialectic means you're, you're using that disagreement to discover what is true. I want not to debate. I'm interested in a dialectic, he told them, which does mean he wants to listen to them, but he expects them to listen to him. And the students, a bunch of them responded, we, we don't care what terms you want to speak on. This is not about you. We are not speaking on terms, on terms of white privilege. This is not a discussion. You have lost that one. This is the voice of the new progressive generation, the people that don't understand the difference between debate and dialectic, the people that can't tolerate a discussion with a differing opinion, that you are being lumped in. They don't see the irony of lumping in this professor with their conception of white privilege, whatever the heck that is, and, and his presence alone means he's not allowed to speak because he can't know. It's so, so obvious to me, not to them. There's more on this. If I can play the clip, I will. I have to make sure there's no cursing in it. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. We are uh, we're going to jump back into this discussion of race, but there is breaking news as the president prepares to leave uh, Europe and start heading home from his his extensive overseas trip to the Middle East and to uh, Italy, to Brussels and and Sicily, as he'll be speaking to our troops in Sicily. Apparently, the president, the president has said the decision on the Paris Climate Accord will come next week. He was under a lot of pressure, we hear, from the world leaders during his visit yesterday and uh, today. Now, back to the subject. We were talking about the issue of racism and also some of the stupidity that goes on when the snowflakes are allowed to... to uh, let their temper tantrums run a university. And I was talking about this guy, Brett Weinstein. Weinstein, Weinstein, he is, a, he is a professor of biology at a school in Washington. And he wrote to the, the faculty, all of the faculty, and talked about this day of absence. And day of absence, I guess, has been something in the past at this university where um, they invited different people to participate 
And apparently this this year it was ordered or mandated that there will be a not a voluntary absence from the university community on that day of absence, but a mandatory one. And the initial idea was to show people, to highlight the the underappreciated role of that group in society, but it was voluntary. And apparently uh, this year was not supposed to be voluntary. They were telling white faculty and students that this would be your day of absence, and he didn't like it. He wrote... Quote, you may take this letter as a formal protest of this year's structure, and you may assume I will be on campus on the day of absence. I would encourage others to put phenotype aside. I had to look that word up. Phenotype aside and reject this new formulation, whether they have registered for it or already or not. On a college campus, one's right to speak or to be must never be based on skin color. Brilliant statement. On a college campus, one's right to speak or to be must never be based on skin color. Apparently, this uh, memo that he sent was leaked to the students, the students who lost their mind and protested and, and locked down the the president's office locked down the library. So preventing everyone else from studying while they stomp their feet and call for the firing of, of Professor Weinstein or Weinstein. And I want you to hear a little bit of him and then a little bit of them. Because you can, you can hear the lack of sensibility. You can hear the lack of even, even a, a, a thought of being kind or gracious, or being interested in hearing anything these people have to say, anything the professor has to say. Here's the opening of this confrontation. The students waited for him outside of his office and confronted him. Debate means you are trying to win. Dialectic means you are using disagreement to discover what is true. I am not interested in debate. I am interested only in dialectic, which does mean I listen to you and you listen to me. We don't care what terms you want to speak on. This is not about you. We don't care what terms you want to speak on. This is not about you. It got a little more confrontational. There was more hooting and hollering. And then it got down to, uh, let's see if I can get you this one point near the end of this short clip. You said in your email? Yes. But you're not targeting black for black students. May I answer that question? Okay, wait a second. First of all. First of all, day of absence has been here longer than I have. I have never protested it until the idea, until, they don't want to hear him. He was, he's saying day of absence has been here longer than he has. He has never protested it until this year when it did not become voluntary, when it became targeted the way it has become. They don't even want to allow him to explain. No. Now you know why I had to take a break, because these guys can't use uh, normal English to, to make their argument. They think they have to pepper it with expletives. And, and these students, this mob who took over the university, 
the the professor was was also very disturbed because he was threatened physically his life was threatened the police told him he was not safe they told him he was not safe and the, the president of the students and the university wouldn't recognize this he actually tried to get the university to uh to help him out but it's it's shocking that that he was singled out because he disagreed with what the school was trying to foist upon the entire community they wanted the the white teachers and the white students to forcibly give up a day on campus there are many different tweets about this uh, Brett Weinstein's Twitter account is peppered with him over the last few days. He talked about things like, to be clear, the police told me I am not safe on campus. They cannot protect me. The administration had not contacted him. The press really didn't cover it until a couple of national outlets picked up on it. The president of the university was barricaded with protesters in his office. The police were forced to stand down by the president of the campus under this protest control, making the students unsafe. I, I like this statement he made earlier in the middle of it all. Woke is broke. And by that, I mean at this moment, many are having a false and very dangerous epiphany. I don't, I don't understand the lack of ability to step back and see what you're doing is is so twisted or so myopic and and yet it's it's happened because we have allowed these kids to get from childhood to adulthood without teaching them critical thinking without teaching them to have a discussion instead showing them that it's it's much better much much easier for them to shout someone down and demand that they're gone we talked about this the other day nobody understands contrast they all want to seek that one perfect note that they believe they hear as a perfect note well eventually that note becomes boring and useless unless you have different harmonies weighing in, different notes, complementing, contrasting. And that's the reality I think this professor was going for. But he was shut down, shut down by students who are blinded by what they believe is the truth when all it is is a false rage. This story isn't going away because I think you're going to see more of these days of absence. I, I never heard of the day of absence. I know we had in in the past we've had attempts to create remember the day without an immigrant the day without a woman you know i understand people are trying to make a point but at the end everybody gets hurt by this especially in the case of the day without the immigrant how many people lost their jobs how many people were told uh you're not going to be working here if you don't show up to do your job you're trying to just hurt the business we understand you're valuable now get to work and get your paycheck this story disturbs me more than the story of the fake awards that we heard in the last break. They're both offensive, but this one bothers me more because these students are only getting bolder. 
and I, I didn't even get to the demands of the kids at the college in Chicago, the kids who want who want segregated dorms and segregated classrooms. Are you kidding me? It just it denies history. This is what's so crazy. All right, I'm taking a break. I, I got to come back. I, I have an update on uh, one of the biggest events in the country this weekend and uh, some of the safety precautions that are happening, and I'll explain it to you next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network. Gosh, we're almost out of here. Jeff Fisher uh, just about to step in and take over. And then uh, Lawrence Billy Jones, followed by Mike Slater and Joe Pags here on the Blaze Radio Network. Take it with you. Go to theblaze.com. Go to my channel. Follow me, please. I'm trying to cross the 20,000 threshold I got to catch up to Doc Thompson. I, I'm working overtime to catch up to Doc, but I know he's got a secret plan to stay ahead of me. So I need your help. So please do that. A, a shout out to Rand Paul this morning. Senator Rand Paul working on a Saturday morning just retweeted Donald Trump's tweet about the Paris Accord, the climate accord. Senator Paul saying, let's do it, Donald Trump. Time to get out of this bad deal for U.S. jobs. I'm happy to see an American senator working on a Saturday. One of my one of my favorites, Rand Paul. Uh, good for you, Senator. Now, can we get working on that Fourth Amendment protection? I know he's always on top of that, too. Really ticked off. I didn't get into the Obama story about all the spying that was done into private citizens that Circa.com has the coverage on it. You, you should check out Circa.com as well. Oh, boy. i got a couple more things to share with you, too. Um, I mentioned the big event this weekend, of course, the Indianapolis 500 happening uh, this weekend, depending on whether, you know, which day will make it happen. And don't think the Department of Homeland Security is paying attention. Well, especially after John Kelly's statement yesterday. Uh, first, uh, it's everywhere. It's constant. Uh, we've had four major terrorist attacks in a week on, in four different places, obviously Manchester. Um, uh, Egypt, uh, Philippines, and Indonesia by the same, generally the same groups. It's uh, nonstop. The good news is for us uh, in America, we have amazing people protecting us every day. DHS, obviously, FBI, uh, fighting the, uh, the away game is DOD, Department of Defense, uh, CIA, NSA, working with these incredible allies we have in Europe and around the world. Uh, but it can happen almost here anytime. Uh, I was telling Steve on the way in here, if, if he knew what I know about terrorism, he'd never leave the house. Okay, thanks. I needed that, John Kelly. If you knew what I knew about terrorism, you'd never leave the house. You're going to have uh, 100,000-plus, what is several hundred thousand, showing up to watch at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And they have added, reportedly, an extra 1,000 local cops 
and we understand there's some federal observation uh, officials going to be there. You're bringing in federal cops. You're bringing in, I, I don't think you're going to see military there, but they are taking some extra precautions because you know these jack wagons want to strike at the heart of the great American traditions. So we, we will keep an eye on that. We'll say our prayers for that. A shout out to um, Joe Scarborough, who actually sent a thank you to us for our, our prayers for Mika's family as Mika Brzezinski lost her dad. And we can be on, on both sides of the aisle and still be human beings and be compassionate to one another. And I think that's really important. Keep that in your, in your head and in your heart. And as we will no doubt hear all kinds of speculation about Jared Kushner, uh, I have to share with you 16 seconds of genius from Charles Krauthammer on the topic. There's no news here. Kushner is going to be questioned. He knows things. There's no indication he's a subject. There's no indication he's a target. There is no even allegation he did anything improper. So what's the story here? Why is it on the front page? I'll tell you why it's on the front page, Charles, because progressive hate knows no bounds. The temper tantrum from the snowflakes who are still offended that Hillary Clinton lost will not wane. It is something we have to accept and just keep walking forward. The president, if he would learn from Bill Clinton and just keep getting his agenda pushed forward, he will get through this. That's all I can give him in terms of advice. And Mrs. Clinton, I want to remind you what we said earlier at the top of the show. There have only been two presidents impeached in this nation, in the history of our nation. One named Johnson and the other one. 50% of all the presidents impeached in the history of America share your last name. Not, not Richard Nixon, William Jefferson Clinton. Don't forget to download the show. Maybe you won the, uh, the shirts I picked up during the Pope's visit. Uh, it's in the Easter egg. So download the show, listen to the end, and then uh, join me. Noon, Eastern, Monday through Friday. Piero Pelka. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Piero Pelka. With Michael Pelka. On the Blaze Radio Network.